Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Hey, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, and this is our latest look at the Detroit Tigers with Jason Beck. Beck, one of the things I uh, admire and appreciate about you, you have, like, downright encyclopedic knowledge about the Tigers uh, in this century. So I want to ask you, uh, when you when you tell the story of the Tigers in 2016, what are you going to tell people? What are your takeaways from 2016? Uh, well, it's I think it's going to be the the rebirth of Justin Verlander for one thing. It's going Absolutely. to be the the amazing rookie season of Michael Fulmer. You know, arguably the the best rookie campaign of any Tigers pitcher since at least Verlander and, and maybe even since, since Fitrich, depending on how you look at it. Um, and you'll talk about a team that had a roller coaster ride up and down the uh, standings before ending up just shy of a postseason berth. And then I think the way we look at this season is, again, dependent in part on what direction this team takes from here. This could end up being really – or 2016 could end up being really the, the last of the big spending Tigers teams as they try to wind back this payroll a little bit and, and try to go younger. This could be the last of those win-now-spend-it-all-cost Tigers teams that I think we, we kind of got used to and, and maybe in some, some sense people got a little bit spoiled by over the last decade or so. Well, let's dig into each of those points. Uh, let's start with the last one. Uh, and I think they kind of tie hand in hand. The, the roller coaster ride they had this season, it, it kind of, the ride has continued, I think, a little bit in the offseason because it's gone from, oh my gosh, the Tigers are going to trade everybody to, no, they're pretty much going to, you know, the roster's going to look very similar in 2017 as it, as it did in 2016. I think a lot of that has to do with just the market conditions. But, um, but obviously, this is a team in. in some kind of mental transition, even if the roster remains exactly the same. Yeah, and in some sense, you know, if they don't make any major moves, if they keep this thing together, then at least they go into 2017 knowing that this is probably the last ride of that big payroll team because you've got Kinsler on his last guaranteed season. You've got J.D. Martinez in his last season before free agency. Anibal Sanchez, Mike Pelfrey, Mark Lowe, all in their final seasons. Uh, depending on what happens with Justin Upton, it's 
his last season before he can opt out of his contract, although you know, it remains to be seen whether he'll want to do that. The, the new CBA and the new way teams spend could have an impact on that. Uh, it, it's, it's the last season for Verlander and Cabrera before they hit their officially hit their mid thirties. Um, you, you look at this team and, you know, barring a major trade late in the off season, it's set up for one more ride at this. You know, even manager, even the manager, even Brad Ausmus can head in the free agency. It's, it, it's, it's interesting the way it unfolded to where it was the intent with which they went into the off season almost sets up this idea that don't take for granted what they've been able to build here and what they have. And now that it hasn't been torn apart, at least by all appearances, you've got a season where you know that this is probably the the last run of of this style of, uh, of Tiger's team. And uh, you mentioned uh, Fulmer and Verlander being such uh, key high points in 2016. Let's talk about Verlander for a second. Just what do you think that season meant to him? Uh, here's a guy who takes a lot of pride in what he does, obviously, and for good reason. Um, you know, one of the one of the great elite talents of, of his time, uh, and really started to been I don't know if counted out is, is the right phrase, but you start to just assume he's in that natural decline as a result of uh, just all the innings he's accrued over the years. And then lo and behold, he comes through with a season like this where he's in Cy Young contention. I think knowing Justin's I have over the last 10 years, I'd say this, this past season was about vindication for him. I, I yeah. think this, because he spent so many, so much time telling us, telling other people, telling national, local writers, TV people, even telling baseball people that, Look, you know, I know I still have something in me. I know I'm working towards something. It's not a futile effort. And then to have it come back like this. And granted, you know, we felt like something felt like this something like this season was coming about the way he finished 2015, as well as he did. And then he had the struggles early on in 2016. You thought, well, you know, maybe he just couldn't sustain it. Maybe it was just tough to keep that momentum going through the offseason. And then, lo and behold, really from that June debacle against Cleveland on, he was dominant. And he was that guy. He was that guy you remember who on any given night was capable of not only shutting down a team, but also making you think he would have a chance at a no-hitter. Now, granted, he, he didn't you know, really take any serious bids going into to the ninth or anything like that. But you would see him give up a hit or two in the first inning, and then he would roll off hitless inning after another, and then take a shutout bid into like the seventh or eighth. And, and it was, from that sense, you know, short of having that 9,900 mile an hour fastball in the eighth and ninth inning, it was that guy again. And it was fun to watch. And I think there was some excitement over that. And. How much did Fulmer benefit from being around Verlander? I mean, that's quite a resource to have uh, in your rookie year. And, um, and not to suggest that, you know, he doesn't do it on its own, but um, I'd have to imagine the two feet off each other a little bit. Yeah, I, I think it would, have been, it would have been tough for him to do it on his own. And it was, I think it was an interesting juxtaposition come awards time that Scherzer and Porcello win Cy Young awards. They were on the same staff as Verlander for a number of years. 
And while they were teammates, there was still a competitive instinct in them in which they were kind of, they were feeding off each other. And I, I think in some ways they were competing against each other for, you know, who was the best pitcher on the staff. The relationship with Verlander and Fulmer, I think, was different. He was the first of those guys where, and maybe, maybe down the north too, you know, they were the first of those guys where you felt like Verlander was in that veteran mentor relationship because there was enough of an age difference. And you felt like Verlander was, was old enough and mature enough where he could handle that role and still feel secure in himself and in his own right. That this was the right point in his career where he could do that. And, you know, I think Fulmer learned a lot about shoulder maintenance in off-season workouts, stuff that's still paying off to this day, especially this winter after all the innings he accrued during the season. I think he learned a lot about setting up pitches, you know, about working off the fastball. I, I think he learned a lot about how to read hitters and how to – read a lineup going into a start based off of what they do against, say, another another pitcher. And I think the times when they had Verlander and Fulmer back-to-back in the rotation order, I think you saw a lot of that. All right, there you have it. Beck, uh, when your grandkids ask you about the 2016 Tigers, you can just play on this podcast and you're all set. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us. Thank uh, everybody for tuning in. This has been MLB.com Extras, Detroit Tigers edition. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.